Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Hello. Wow. I am excited to be here with one of my very dear friends, Shannon Buss from Rhode Island, someone that I met many years ago through Women's Council. And we're going to talk today about her journey and uh, what Women's Council has done for her and meant for her and uh, given her opportunities from. So Shannon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how how long you've been in the business, how long you've been a member, and we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, So I have been licensed for 16 years uh, last month, and I've been a Women's Council member that entire time. And I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. I live in Newport, Rhode Island. I service most of our state because for those of you who don't know, you can drive from one end of Rhode Island to the absolute furthest end of Rhode Island in an hour or less. Um, So there's very uh, few communities that I don't service. It's been exciting. You know, my agent to agent referrals take me all over the state and I just love it. Yeah, that's that's Oregon's a little bit bigger than Rhode Island, but I feel like I'm, you know, the Oregon homegirl as well. So (laughs) just just can't get around the whole state in an hour. That's that's it. So let's talk about how you got involved with Women's Council. This is actually one of my favorite stories. So tell us how you got involved with Women's Council. Sure. So I became a member shortly after I got my real estate license because I went to my office one day and these two women who I am still friends with to this day and who I knew from the very minute Like I had respect for them. These were women that were professional. They were doing consistent business. And I knew that I had to study and kind of watch the people that I wanted to be like, right? The people I respected. And they were right across the hall from me. They shared an office and they came up to me in like maybe my first week in real estate. And they said, Shannon, give me a check for $106. I'll never forget that amount. $106. And I said, okay. And I was like, who do I make it out to? And they said, women's council, you're going to love it. I said, okay. And, you know, I was very much that quiet person in the back of the room. And council is what gave me my voice. A hundred percent. And so I would show up to our monthly meetings and I would be the girl in the back of the room. And then, you know, a few other members and past presidents started kind of coming up to me little by little, uh, almost like a welcoming committee, right? Like that's kind of how our welcoming committee was born. And I remember I went to the fundraiser that year which was at this, it was a fashion show and it was at this really cool Newport mansion. It was a private mansion. And I was sitting next to Judy Howard's cheese plate. (laughs) I swear to God, it was- uh, You have chocolate on it? No, it was was actually, it was cream cheese with sun-dried tomatoes and basil, okay? I can still smell it because that's how memorable this moment (laughs) was in my career. And I was just kind of sitting there like waiting for someone to talk to me, right? Because I was so shy. And Barbara Jagelinzer, who's now a past RVP from Rhode Island, she's a powerhouse of a woman. 
came up to me and said, Shannon, I'm going to give you a job. I was like, okay, this is my moment. Right. And I got to work the check-in table and it was awesome because it allowed me to introduce myself to people without feeling totally uncomfortable. And, you know, so people started noticing like that I was there and we started having these side conversations and, you know, then I got some more jobs and eventually I was asked to lunch by our current president, who's Elaine Southwick and our current president at that time, excuse me. And she said, I think you'd be a really great officer. And I was like, I wanted to pass out because I, my, the, what I said to her was, do I have to speak in front of people? (laughs) Imagine that, you know, now, like you can't, you can't pry the microphone away from me now, but that was my moment. That was, you know, she gave me a stage and she gave me all those women brought me into their circle and gave me little jobs. And every single one of those jobs taught me something different Mm -hmm. about being in leadership and about, you know, how every single job within our networks is important. Mm -hmm. It, It all has a purpose. And that's how I got started. And then, you know, I got the bug. And, and then I went to my first women's council conference. Oh my goodness. Is you would have thought it was like the first time I left my sandbar <laughs> and my eyes were just wide open. I met the most incredible people, you being one of them. And I started building a network and I just wanted more and more and more. And then I started raising my hand, right? I, I didn't have to wait to be asked. I got brave enough that I started raising my hand for different jobs. And it took me on this journey that I just never imagined I would ever be on. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are, we're best friends. I know. Opposite sides of the country. And, you know, I talk to you more than I talk to my friends at home in Newport. Right. I'd say the same for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just the gift. different on the internet. I got to make sure I don't text you it nine o'clock my time because it's midnight your time but sometimes I'm like sorry I hope I didn't wake you (laughs) (laughs) well that you kind of covered it um one of my questions was what was your first leadership uh, experience with the realtor community you really you kind of packaged that up really nicely because like you said every little job has an importance it's relevant and it's that little step that kind of gets you out of your comfort zone and helps you to raise your hand. So yeah. And like, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that I didn't just skip right to, you know, president elect or president because I needed to build those skills. Right. I mean, the first time as local president that I had to get up and speak at my local board to promote our next monthly meeting for women's council, I was sick to my stomach, like literally sick to my stomach. I was in the ladies room sweating, like, Oh my God, I can't believe I have to get up there on a microphone. And, you know, here I am, you know, it's 16 years later, but really 10 years since I've truly been involved with women's council. Um, And I get up in front of thousands of people. Yeah. And I'm totally 
fine with it. You still sweat? Just curious. I kind of still get a little you bit. Don't anymore. Maybe it's a hot flash. I don't know. I think, think we may be at that age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a different topic. Anyhow. Um, so gosh, you've had really quite the leadership journey. I want to take it into, we'll, we'll probably come back to that, but I want to take it into how has women's council helped you in your business and you got started right away. So can you describe to some, I mean, some people don't actually find women's council at the beginning of their career and they kick themselves, but we, you and I both were very lucky. So how has it helped you build your business? So agent to agent referrals yep. is some years I do more agent to agent referrals than I do business from my sphere of influence. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it that way. And it takes time to grow that. Right. But a huge piece of that is women's council. Mm. And the thing about it is, right, like we all have to take action. We all have to have strategy behind all these things that we're doing to grow our businesses. So you can't just pay your membership check every month and expect your phone to ring, right? You have to put yourself out there. You have to build these relationships with the other folks in, in leadership. And, and now with all of our social media groups and things that we have, it's easier to build those relationships with other members, mm -hmm. right? When I first started, I built the contacts and the relationships from people that I met at the national conferences, right? right? Later on at regional events and things like that. I mean, I have a really strong network with the New England women here. Uh, mm -hmm. We're a tight knit group and, and we're really proud of that. Yeah. Really proud of that. But Women's Council, more than anything, taught me how to build them, right? Taught me kind of what that looked like, that, you know, if I'm going to have a real estate designation or I'm going to belong to a council, I can't just write the check and expect the benefits to come, right? This is the conversation that our networks have with our sponsors, right? It's the same thing. Like, so it, it taught me what conversations to have with them, you know, what, um, you know, how I can benefit those friendships. Like some people are very business driven. Some people want to hear about what I'm experiencing in my leadership life. And so what's the exchange, right? And making sure that there's some sort of value there so that Next time I call them, they want to pick up the phone and talk to me. And then once you meet those folks, like if I do meet someone in a classroom somewhere in the country, uh, how to keep it going? Because it is sort of like a sphere of influence in that you have to, you can't drop the ball. You've got to keep these people in your life and, you know, nurture. a hundred percent. So it's been incredible for my sales business. It's also been incredible just as a support system. Mm -hmm. You know, I launched a brand new network here in Rhode Island. So we had two at one point and it had been, our, our network was 40 years old when we did that. And so we were starting from scratch and there were, thank goodness, I had a lot of people in my life that I could call and say, what do I need to do next? Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing for your members that makes them want to show up? So God, there's so many layers. I can't even, I can't even tell you how many awesome things have come out of my relationships out of this council. That story that you're talking about with building your network from or a second network and going from zero to a hundred members, that was definitely what 
my first interaction with you because you had been recognized by national and asked to do a class at mid-year and you stood up and we were so impressed. And I was just like, I need to know that person. So 16. I remember teaching that class because it's the very first class I was ever asked to teach for national. And I was so excited. I had my like PowerPoint all perfect. And like, I want to say I worked on that for like, you know, three months, uh, give or take, but I only got an hour and I wanted to tell them every single thing that we were doing because I was so excited. And then I remember you reaching out to me after that class and the rest is history. (laughs) So that kind of leads us into the next question that I have, which is, can you give us an example of how you've reached out to another realtor and helped them along their journey, whether it be in their business or in their leadership path? I know you have some really big hats that you've been wearing lately, and I want you to talk about them a little bit. Yeah, sure. So in the Women's Council family, I'll say um, in 2020, I served as state president for the state of Rhode Island. At the beginning of my year, I was thinking, oh, this is exciting. I finally get a position in a hot market that I don't have to reinvent this thing. And then wham, two months later, you know, global pandemic, you know, perfect Shannon style. But you know, that, that's a whole nother, that was loaded with leadership lessons in itself. During my year, and even now, I have folks within women's council who are either aspiring to serve at their state level or are currently a line officer at their state level and reaching out to me saying, hey, can you like tell me like what are some of the things that you did that really made a difference last year? You know, how are you balancing your leadership life with your business life? I'm a single mom. So you and I were just talking about leverage before we got on this call. I mean, you know, I, I sometimes, my 13-year-old my rides shotgun and I pay him by the hour so that, you know, he's responding to emails and stuff so that I don't waste time. You know, sometimes what? it's my dad driving my car so I can be on my laptop in the passenger seat. You know, we got to look for leverage where we can find it. So not all my stories are, you know, pretty and and perfect. I'm a hot mess, just like everybody else. Like mm-hmm. I run around with my pants on fire, just trying to do my best, you know, every day and always trying to do it better. Right. But the idea share, I've never seen ideas shared so freely as I have within women's council. It's always been a safe space for me. You know, I was reading something yesterday that said, why do you share your business ideas? You know, your competitors are going to steal them. And the fact of the matter is, if you're lucky, 10% or less of the people in your own service area are actually going to take that idea and put it into action. Yeah. Right. So action's always been, you know, I think that's something all of us struggle with, right? Like we go to a conference where we have pages of things that we want to implement into our business. And then we get so overwhelmed on the plane ride home that we go home and we do nothing with it. Right. It's really smart, smart journals. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. But women's council has always been and and still still is for me, a safe space. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that 
I can show up and I can share whatever ideas, you know, I might have, and they're going to be well received, or, or I'm going to get constructive feedback. I'm cool. If you're honest with me, I'm not cool. If you're ugly with me. Right. Right. So I can have, I can have someone give me some really honest, hard feedback and I can walk away from that conversation still feeling like a million bucks Mm -hmm. because I respect where it came from. Right. And delivery is important, of course, but I can also, I know that every session that I show up to, I'm always going to leave with a few nuggets because our people show up willing to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. I get value in everything that has our logo on it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We, yeah, I definitely agree. So we're going to kind of get on the downside of things because I know that people have lots of things to do and want to get one last question in. Okay. Kind of touched on one that is like, what would you give? What kind of advice would you give to a new realtor? So I would like to know what is the best piece of advice that you've received for your career, whether it be through women's council or other? Oh boy, just one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Here's here's my best piece of advice. Keep showing up. Yeah. This is not a one and done. It is not a one size fits all business. We We have to be, we have to have solutions for a lot of different things and it's ever changing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, I attend a session every single day, five days a week, sometimes seven, you know, and if that means I had a 12 hour work day, I come home and I'm logging into clubhouse for a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I can just get a couple nuggets and hear what's going on outside of my circle. You've got to surround yourself with other professionals you know, there's a lot of junk online. I'm part of a ton of groups and even the ones, you know, that have 20,000 members and you've got to cut through all the bad attitudes, but you eventually get to that one nugget that really can do something extraordinary for you. Just know that there's a percentage of people that really look for the helpers. That's what I'll say. There are people in this business that truly want you to succeed. They truly want to help you be a better realtor. And you've just got to open your eyes and keep looking for them, right? Like we all have bad days. We all have our moments. But look for those people that have great attitudes, that, have, that come from a, a place of contribution where they're willing to share their good stuff and their bad stuff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, look, you, if you were to pull up my Facebook account, I'm sure that my life looks like it's full of sunshine and rainbows, but that's not the reality, right? That's what we want people to see. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of, lot of stuff that goes on behind that, right? So when I teach, I teach to my mistakes so that you don't have to repeat them. And I also share my successes because I want you to leave feeling good enough that you have something to work towards, right? right? But gravitate to the helpers and you'll yeah. know who they are based on how they make you feel. Yeah, no, that's great advice. That's excellent advice. I'm sure that kind of tying it back to women's council, there, there's 
I would say our entire membership is drawn to the council because of the help they get, because of the safe space that they get, because people are willing to share their, their failures and their successes and not paint a rosy picture, paint a a realistic picture. So I I would say that that is definitely something that I don't know about you, but I would attribute to my, my experience with, with women's council. Well, I definitely would love to continue this conversation for ever. (laughs) (laughs) Our listeners probably are going to get some wonderful, not probably they're going to get some wonderful nuggets out of this. And I look forward to seeing you again soon hopefully this spring the benefit of having this virtual world is that our members outside of leadership have gotten to experience a lot of what happens in those rooms this year yeah it's kind of cool I mean like we were just on a on a session recently and one of the members uh who's featured on a panel had never been to a live national conference they were from California they had been to California conferences which are which are robust because California is a a large state and they put on a wonderful, wonderful conference. They had never been to a a live national conference. They'd only been to the last few virtual conferences that we had. And wow, she's really just rocking it and really just taking women's council and her experience to another level and just wait till she gets in the room. (laughs) Bottle that emotion, right? I remember exactly how I felt when I walked into that first ballroom. Yeah. I wish we could bottle that feeling for the next time we get to be in that room. How do we capture this? Cause this is the feeling. This is the feeling. So listen, you guys keep showing up, you know, just uh, be that person that you'd want to be around, you know, work on professionalism every single day, build those relationships. You know, if you don't know where to start, reach out to me and Carrie and we'll share our personal story and we'll introduce you to some folks and get those conversations started. But that's absolutely what we're about here and look for those helpers. Awesome. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors. Leaders made here. 